uh, I am going to talk about what happened after I recorded the last episode uh, in English. Uh, I have podcast that I'm in Swedish also, but it was when I recorded the English uh, podcast episode. You know, it was uh, many angels here, and um, they fly out, like uh, showing me it was like uh, stars that twinkle and then they disappeared and I wonder if if you have noticed that uh, you have had like twinkle stars stars that suddenly showing up and disappear almost immediately and uh, so those angels that was here uh, did come to you and uh, i don't i don't really know uh, if that caused its problem i got uh, because in the night yeah uh, uh, after the, i have done that this uh, that episode in the night I wake up and I had my my face down in my pillow <coughs> I, I I am very frightened to cover my face so that's was nothing I have, I could have done. It, um, uh, you, uh, I have talked about that my brother used to put the pillow uh, over my head in my face and press down his body uh, at on the pillow. So I consequence I was out of uh, breath and uh, I almost died but he let lift up the pillow when when he heard that I didn't breathe and uh, that uh, make me be very scared at the old age I was not afraid uh, when I was young, but it had come to me as when growing old. Many things that was in my childhood that have come uh, to me when I'm old. Uh, that's how the brain is working. Um, I suppose that we are so busy in our life as young people so we place those kind of experience uh, way back and then when we uh, 
grow older and old, grow old, and uh, the life go slower, and we have more time to think. Then it's coming back what we have experienced as child, and um, so I couldn't have done it. It's impossible that I have been laying on on my belly on uh, and face down in the pillow. But that's how I wake up for some maybe one second at least uh, at least so long time so I could remember it and uh, that is who am doing these things to me uh, it's like they don't understand that I have that kind of brain that I that I uh, wake up if they have placed something in inside me or make me uh, put to sleep, then my body works so it takes away it very quick. So that's why I, I remember I, I was with a face down in the pillow and, and then I continue to sleep uh, but it was about three o'clock in the night and um, and when I wake up I was so much in pain um, on in my uh, on my right inside my right shoulder and uh, and I was thinking, I was waiting for for the pain to go away. I, I was thinking that uh, the pain was because I, I was laying on that arm that I was. I had the arm under me when, when I slept and how... I remember how I lay in my bed, that I maybe had the arm under me. So I was waiting, but it never go away, the pain. And it's, it's very hurting in some uh, move, moves I do. It's, if I should pick up something from the floor, it's going like thunder bleach in my body, so it's I I can't hold it back, so I scream of of pain, and um, and it surprised me because I don't know where what I can't can't do and what I can do. Um, um, so yesterday so uh, three days later I, I uh, called a doctor and I was to the doctor and uh, he's, he didn't know what it was but he wanted 
he say that it's maybe the joint in my shoulder have been in wrong place going out from where it's in where it is so it makes sense for me i say to him i don't have not broken my arm or shoulder that i know because i can move uh, the arm uh, but he said that so i accepted it and i i i had told them that i'm scared to go to to an emergency room because of the coronavirus um, but i had to do it to to find out if it was that I, they have to pull it back into place my shoulder but uh, there was no so it was it's some something else pain and uh, i tried to hold it hold the arm as still as i can and uh, i take uh, some painkiller medicine that i have that you can buy in a store not uh, from the doctor not uh, those that you have for when you have a headache for example but they don't help me i i, I they help me to take away this um, this pain you have as uh, when you have headache that this it's going on the whole time this behind the pain that it take away so i can relax a little but the, that bleach that comes that is not going away uh, with uh, any painkiller so i don't take it uh, more than when i say when i needed to relax from pain because if i have had some of this very painful bleach it's also going that it's uh, this background's pain it's continue so that's i have to cut off um, because it's uh, it is i i teach you now it is dangerous to go and have pain it's uh, the devil that tell you this in in some churches that uh, you should only pray to Jesus and uh, let him heal you and not take any medicine for the pain but i tell you it's dangerous because the brain can be used to have the, this pain and then it never will go out from you you are going to have constantly pain in your body because the brain think it's a normal normal situation to be in even if you are not 
uh, have something in your body that make you get pain. You have the pain forever. So that's dangerous. You have to cut, cut away the pain sometimes. I don't say to have uh, eat painkiller every day. Uh, but sometimes you need to cut it off. So the brain understand that it's an, not a normal status of the body. That's, uh, but the, the devil wants you to believe that because you, you are a child of, of God or Jesus that uh, you should not take the painkiller and, and wait for Jesus to, to take away your pain. That is a lie from the devil. And uh, I don't say that uh, you should take those uh, strong medicine. I'm talking about aspirin, those mild painkiller. Uh, and of course you need to take sometimes. I have taken when I broke my shoulder that I needed to take some strong painkiller for to go to sleep in the night but as fast as I could do it I took I stopped eating it because that's not, not what you should eat it's not normal but you need that sometimes yeah. um, and uh, I don't take so much medicine now when I'm, like when I'm old I need to have now because my body uh, is start to get problems so I have high blood pressure that's uh, laying in my DNA because my I know my some of my relatives have died in stroke uh, because of high blood pressure so I know uh, that's uh, what's in my DNA uh, and uh, that's also many people that's why they take a DNA test to see what's uh, what can cause your death or problem later on in life but it's not for me that I'm so old to do it. My life is, is almost over, not over. I never know. I have my father's aunt, they, four of his aunt was over 100 years old, so we never know. Uh, but uh, it's for young people mostly. But I, I know what caused many of my relatives' uh, death. It had been uh, high blood pressure and depression. They have make suicide. And that 
but not uh, on the women's side, it's on the men's side. Uh, but the stroke is on women's side. And so uh, I was, uh, there is always coming up something in um, uh, when I uh, look at uh, inside the Facebook uh, and it was someone that was talking about uh, uh, be disappointed of of the church that uh, uh, so many people of today are disappointed of the church and walk away from the church. They don't walk away from to believe in God, but they be, they walk away from the church uh, because they the church of today they don't feed feed the people. It means uh, feed with uh, with the words from God and. Uh, and get the knowledge about God and uh, understand what the Bible is talking about. Uh, they repeat the whole time some parts of, of the New Testament. And many churches never touch the Old Testament. And the, they only uh, repeat, repeat, repeat the New Testament, some of the, that uh, parts where they can understand, but they don't don't preach and teach about the whole Bible, and and the young people of today they don't want to hear the same thing the whole time. They want to move forward. And I'm glad for that, that you should hold it. You should have that all the time, even when you are not so young anymore. You, you should have that thinking that you want to move forward and not stop where the church feed you uh, or not feed you that stop with to know Jesus and then not uh, knowing all these other characters in the Bible and not uh, uh, get any help to understand what the Bible is talking about, what it means, uh, these symbolic things that is in the Bible a lot. Because they, it was in Jesus' time and in many countries of today, people speak uh, symbolic languages. They don't speak. Uh, so you have to learn the symbolic languages. You you know. You know that there. Their main languages, you know it, but you don't know the symbolic languages, and you need to to come to know that to 
could understand the Bible. And, and today um, I answer this uh, pastor that was talking that the church doesn't feed the children. And then I was thinking that about what happened once. Uh, sometimes I maybe tell you the same thing, but but then I think you need to hear it once again. So so I I, I don't bother me myself to find out if I have say they talk about it once before. You need to hear it once again then. Uh, I, I, was, uh, I was not uh, homeless really because it was that summer when my daughter should come and visit me in the United States. I lived in Portsmouth in Virginia State in the United States and I had um, I know, because I know the end of it, uh, I know that God make me have a place to stay that was my own home. Because uh, I couldn't bring my daughter to a homeless shelter or that we didn't have any place where she could sleep. So God make me could have a, a, um, a little house to rent for two, three months. And uh, but I, did, I had only money for the rent and, and I, because I got money uh, because I was in a program on, on education in computers, and uh, I get paid for for to do it. Um, about it was twenty hours per week, so I get some, and then I I was working for J C Penny also. And got some uh, some hours there paid, so I got enough to could uh, rent that little house, and uh, it. Uh, but I didn't have any money for food, so I have to go around to see. And I had not uh, got the knowledge of where to find the food. I knew it could be in churches sometimes, but I don't know what church had it. Because uh, it have started this with a church pantry where all the churches put together in one place food to give to poor people and that was hard to know where it was those places so uh, I I did it uh, every morning on 
Uh, this was not a Sunday morning. It was an ordinary day uh, when I asked God to lead me to a church where I could find food or money. Uh, and, uh, and I come to a church where God told me that this is the church you should walk into. And um, I, I have uh, my work for God is to test people and test the church. So sometimes is it not about money? Sometimes is it to test the church? So I went into that church and it was open. So a woman was inside the church and so. She opened the door when I knocked on the door. And uh, it was a black woman, African-American woman. And uh, she's, she said that this, you are, not, you are not allowed to come in into this church, she said to me, because this is a, an African-American church and no white should come in here, she said. And I, I said that uh, I'm, I'm going away. So uh, it's only that I come here for to see if there is was any money that that I could get because I, I I'm, I don't have money for it for food and uh, and she said go away she said very angry at me go away uh, this is not the church for you and, and then I walk out I open the door and should go out when she turn around and say wait she said so God was telling her something and she said, so she gave me $10 and, um, and she said that uh, come back on, on Sunday so you will uh, uh, meet our church pastor, she said. Uh, so so I, I come back on Sunday and that... Uh, it was, uh, I met some four or five old men, um, African-American black people. Uh, and I talked to the, their pastor and he said to me that if you go to our church uh, for four, four Sundays, uh, I will give you money, he said to me. So I was going to that church and it happened things in that church. The, the women in the church, they hate that I was white and was in their church. And um, 
but uh, uh, we had Bible studies there, and uh, every time we were singing slave songs, there was uh, on the wall it was a picture of a, a, a African American um, heroes, uh, and uh, and uh, every time we were singing. Like a, an, like a national hymn for African American about the slavery, and uh, I felt like, like I could sing it. It was my song also because I was like a slave for God because I, I have a very hard time with my work. Uh, I was working under God, but uh, it was not a smooth walk. I could have, if I have could it, but I couldn't because I was taking my whole, me was taken by Jesus Christ and God. Uh, and it included the brain, so I couldn't walk away. I couldn't have been uh, in Sweden and have my comfort life in Sweden. Uh, not emotional, nice life, but uh, in possessions, uh, money and, and have a home. I, could, I couldn't stay like that. I have to go. Uh, it's very hard for people to understand this that I couldn't uh, say no I don't want to do the work for you God I couldn't do that I have to go do what I have to do and um, so I was in that church and uh, and felt like I was a slave because I have nothing I was, I had to be under what's going on, what God wanted me to do. And, um, but there, there was one day, it was a man, they have called for a man to come and see me. Of some, I don't know what, what's going on, but... Someone have talked about me in a positive way. I don't know what it was, but uh, I know one day, uh, uh, one Sunday service, I had, I had uh, in my home tambourines. So I took with me one of my favorite tambourines and... Uh, I started to play the tambourines when when the preacher was uh, talking and preaching and I couldn't stop it uh, I I was like uh, I had to play it the whole time like that and uh, it took forever 
uh, until it was I could stop it and uh, the pastor was preaching the whole time when I did that and it was three four hours going on and I couldn't stop it uh, it was uh, a spirit thing and uh, then when I stopped it and it was the service was over I heard from people behind me they say the preacher the pastor or bishop what it was he had never preached so long time it was the most longest time he ever had preached but it was like well, as long as I was playing the tambourine then he was preaching so the spirit was taking him in that way and I think that's why he was calling for someone that was uh, over this pastor I don't know what kind of church it was it was something very special church that that was not the common church and uh, so the, the it come a man to the church that Sunday when we should start the Bible studies and the pastor pointed at me and uh, the man that, that was this highest leader of this belief system church he come and sit with me at the Bible study and then he said to people that uh, uh, to the leader of the Bible studies that I should uh, start the the prayer for the Bible study and that hurt very much those that hate that I was white and um, so I did and I don't know what was going on but he, he talked to me and asked me a little I don't know if he has asked me where I come from uh, and but I was in that church and uh, one day I saw that uh, uh, those some women was in the kitchen church kitchen and make food and they knew I, I was uh, I was not homeless but I didn't have any money that I was poor and needy and they were in the kitchen and making food to bring out to people I think they make money of uh, um, doing food and bring it out to to people and uh, then they had when they have fill up everything they should bring out they have left over and uh, the food and they ask around they saw that I stood and look at them when they make food in the kitchen and I stood, stood in the opening to the kitchen 
and they knew I was there. And they asked around, uh, do you need, uh, do you want this leftover food uh, to bring home? And no one wanted it. And then they, and I know that someone was looking at me, but it was this strong dictator thing that uh, even if one woman look at me when when this woman asked she didn't say anything and so they put out the food in the trash it was waste and uh, when I stood there it was a presence I think it was Jesus Christ or Jesus that was talking it was like it was someone behind my my right shoulder and that voice was saying to me it was not a, a person it was something from a spirit and that's presence he it was a he he said that there is much to do inside the church not outside the church inside the church that was he was saying to me so he knew what they were doing he knew their thought he knew their heart uh, so that's bad for them. I understand. It's very bad for them. That they did like they did. But I I was uh, thinking about that when, uh, when this uh, person wrote on Facebook that, that so many people don't uh are like people are disappointed walk away from the church and uh, and i understand it because uh, out in the in the world that you can expect evil things to happen but but when you you find that evil is going on inside the church. That is very, very bad. And it hurts very much. Because that's what you don't want to expect it to be. So when those leaders in the church are doing evil things... Uh, that is so very bad but it's what it is today it's i was around i have been around in so many uh, different uh, belief systems and in uh, in church places synagogue and uh, on those uh, old kind of uh, gathering place for for this different belief systems there is in the world that is of 
those uh, most common uh, belief systems. I have been in all of them. And uh, there is so much bad going on. And, um, and I, um, I, it's also a topic that I was first thinking I should talk about when when this with a Facebook come up, but it's about knowledge. This is so very important, and I have a message from God to you that uh, that in uh, if you like be an open person and that kind of person that I talk about that you want to move forward you want to know more and that that more you can't find that in the church you have to do it on your own do research and find it out and most of most of the time uh, today I don't need to do it but uh, for three four years ago I always uh, say to God I'm prepared to get the knowledge what you want me to to come to know the knowledge and uh, so uh, I uh, Google I was on the internet and Google and it took uh, maybe uh, it was one word that I saw that was interesting that had with with a Bible to do or a God to do or heaven to do or uh, mental things with a brain to do. And I started with one word and then I go and wanted to know more about that word that God gave me. And then when you start with one word and look what what is it uh, uh, that word means. And you started with this to look look it up, and then you find more things in this to search on for more and get maybe the whole story and get the whole knowledge about it, uh, and you'll be amazed how what you didn't know that you find out it's like open one door one word and you like meditate it on it but you you look at it uh, on internet what why do people say these things or where come this word from and when you open one door that make you maybe open 
two, three doors, and then those three doors that is open, it lead you to more knowledge. So you get the whole, the whole knowledge about what only one word, for example, and you got the whole knowledge. And that what God was telling me that there is a, a, a library in heaven, and that means library. It means it doesn't mean like taking out a book. It means knowledge. The library means everything you need to know that that have to be that you can know about and we are going to have that knowledge in heaven we got we don't need to take out a book and read it we got the knowledge from sources in heaven uh, like you know that i have told you that i only know things that i should not know but i know it anyway I only have it, the knowledge inside me. And that's what is going to be for for all people to that am inside the city in heaven. Not those that is out outside the city on the green pastures, the the green meadow, they are like sh- children. They don't know so much. They don't. They want only to play, and not doing things uh, more than don't know, not do. Uh, it's uh, my neighbors' bad kids are just close to me and and I uh, looking what they are doing that's disturbed me now they are doing my one neighbor's dog and now so I hope they don't come into my garden and um, so uh, uh, about this with a library was it that uh, God told me that the the library, there is a library here on earth. We don't need to to die or go away from from this life to find out find the library. The library is here. It's here when we live now. That was God was telling me uh, yesterday was it he was telling me this to for for me to tell you these things and now when I'm talking there is a spirit coming through so that I have someone with me about it was about a library that's trigger this this uh, spirit to come through and uh, 
and he's um it's uh, I think it's Jesus Christ coming because it's a uh, a man standing here with a like a monk dress on him and he laugh because I say monk dress but it's a it may be what it isn't for him uh, but he can't sit standing nude in front of me so he have to have something on him so is it something you want to tell my listener Jesus Christ is coming forward now He have some, some, some stick in his, his in his right hand. Like, like he is a teacher. You know this stick that they pointed out things on, in picture like that, showing you, with a stick. Today they maybe have a laser. A laser. A stream uh, going on pictures but in the old time we have sticks uh, and he te- he's showing me a country part of countries that is um, Africa I see Africa there, and uh, uh, and also United States, and that he pointed at, and he make me get a headache now. So that's uh, evidence that he is here, also. Uh, there, he said that uh, he said to me that uh, he's going out knowledge people don't get any knowledge anymore he said to the, to me about it that he said that uh, the devil have caused the, the knowledge to he say, the devil have caused uh, the library to be empty. He say, and he he showing me people that uh, look into their telephone the whole time, and uh, he say that you don't look at at what we are saying. They go with the flow and they go with the devils work to disturb them and uh, to empty the library uh, and uh, I know what he's talking about because I have been to Africa and I I was so surprised that so many have 
they are very poor many people but still they have the telephones and they instead to to buy food they and feed their family they buy those uh, slips those uh, internet uh, cards that uh, temporary cards that is for it's different kind of cards that you can buy that is for one hour on the internet for example uh, because not because they want to find information or no is they info they could use their telephone in information how to feed their their families but they waste waste money on nothing and empty the library that's what he's talking about and it's the same with the united states it's uh it's a, a sad to see that the, those small babies reaching out for get a telephone to look at at things in the telephone before they even can talk they reach out to grab the telephone or else they're screaming or crying very loudly so and they know that they can do that because then they get those telephones if they are disturbing uh, their parents and and the parents feel ashamed that they have a crying screaming baby and they get it and uh, those those phones those things they give their kids it's empty out the library there is nothing in the library that what Jesus Christ is talking about now that you you die because there is nothing in the library, the knowledge. There is no knowledge. That's what he's talking about. The library is knowledge. And so it's easier for, for the devil to take the people, take a country, take a nation by empty the library so he's um he's talking about it, that you need to stop these things that you do you the kids should not have the telephone he say until they are after six years of age, he say, at least. 
and not give it to babies when they start to 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 be fed of real knowledge then they can have those telephone to find out knowledge and not about playing games or watch a, a movie that feed them with lies every every parents that believe in me and believe in my father they should never give telephone to their kids that is under six years of age never ha have them like a toy to play with because they're going out lies the illusion there you feed your kids with illusions and there is uh, an agenda behind those things that is for the kids it looked like harmless but there is not they are not harmless anymore there is always an agenda behind it and you feed your kids with wrong knowledge uh, you feed your kids with lies and that uh, that kills them it kills them spiritual kills them not uh, physical not in the in the body but in the brain they be killed he is very angry I feel it in my body that he is very angry about it what he see whether the parents place those telephones in the hands of kids that don't even can walk he showed me they sit sit and can't walk and they give them these things that's a, the devil's tools it's a you need to do a, like a schedule when when it's a, okay for the kids to to use uh, computers and telephones and whatever platform they use you have to do a schedule and um, and like uh, not feeding the, the kids with sugar with the sweet snacks after six o'clock that's the same with the computer things they should the kids should not fall to sleep with a telephone in their hands never that's uh, something they should have could do on in the daytime but not some hours before they fall to sleep and uh, 
and there is around uh, eight o'clock when when kids are going to bed and uh, usually and that's why it's a, a proper it's a real thing that they should not do these things after six o'clock and they should not take sugar after six o'clock and and you should not that is very common in at least in the United States but I think it's in many countries that you give the kids things to drink just uh, when they go to bed they have something in the bed like they had when they were babies that you gave them uh, to eat and they fall to sleep but that is not the right way to let them fall to sleep because then they get an accident in the bed and you get problem and go angry at your kids because the kids are peeing in the bed and uh, but that's your fault that you you give them to drink just before bedtime or when they should sleep they should sleep on their own uh, after after they have turned three at least so and some kids don't develop this uh, to wake up when they have to pee and that uh, develop is a brain thing it's not a body thing it's a brain thing and you know I have PhD in psychology and I'm interested of the brain and uh, the brain can uh, sometimes it never develop this uh, warning system that when you have to pee you wake up some pee, some adult people don't have it and for kids it's a normal thing that they can have uh, on and off that they pee in the bed until they are at least six years of age and they don't wake up because of that they need to go to the toilet to the bathroom <clears throat> so it's not good to to let them drink in the bed or before bed time between three and six years of age it's sad it's it's not not uh, right to do it that's on you as a parent to stop it <coughs> it's time for me to to stop this episode I think I, I got to say 
what I needed to say for this time. But it's coming more. And um, I hope I can rest my arm. But you know, it's um, just now when I'm recording this episode, this is spring and I need to work in my garden and so it's not easy but I have to to think about to rest my arm and we will see how long it will take but it it wasn't me that did it someone something someone bring me up in the air and like they let me fall in into the bed in that way so I hurt my right arm. Maybe I will know it uh, later on so I can tell you what was going on. We will see what, what will be till next time I'm recording this an episode. So thank you for listening and God bless you and God loves you more than what I I do. But I love you also. (laughs) So thank you.